We're back. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. This week we are focusing on prayer, one of the critical aspects in the life of a believer, but it's also one of the easiest things for believers to neglect. And, and you know, just like when you go to a gym and all, if all you do is bench pressing, right, you're going to have some really good biceps, you're going to have some really good pecs, but your legs are going to be absolute junk. Well, in the life of a believer, prayer are prayers your legs. I mean, it, it's it's how we live our life. Uh, it helps us to see God more clearly, to understand Him more fully. In the last segment, we talked a couple of different ways about how we can pray, and one of the most important, one of the best things that we can do is to pray Scripture back to God. Uh, and Wesley and I just kind of discussed that, and, and some different, even some different scriptures that we like to pray. In this segment, we're going to be focusing on putting prayer into action. And in studio with us today, we have Jessica Webb. Jessica, real quick, tell us a little bit. About about what you do here at our parent organization, American Family Association. Sure. Well, thank you guys for once thinking about me. Um, but also, I am in the foundation department here at American Family Association. I'm the administrative assistant, so I do the back office stuff, take the phone calls. So if you call our department, you're probably going to reach me first, and then I will connect you over to uh, either Riley or Chelsea. So I really enjoy working here. I enjoy all the people that I'm around. It's a blessing to be here. Well, you know, Jessica, there's you have inspired so many people here mm-hmm. in a Christian ministry. You know, people think after I've had people ask me, well, you work at a Christian ministry. I bet everything's perfect there. No. <laughs> Just because we work at a Christian ministry, we still have our we ups We still and work downs. with sinners. Right, exactly. And so I know that you have inspired so many people in a lot of ways, but specifically lately in your prayer life and your desire for prayer. Uh, I do want to ask you, though, before we get started, Share in, in maybe 60 seconds or two minutes your testimony. Like, what, what, what's your testimony? Okay, well, <laughs> we might need some hours for this, but I'm going to try to shorten it. <laughs> I actually grew up in a very poor home. Um, I think it's even probably below poor because <laughs> I, I'm serious. We moved a lot. We uh-huh. lived in homes that probably should have been torn down. We barely had food. Um so a lot of nights we uh, ate uh, with candlelight because we didn't have electricity. My dad was uh, an alcoholic, mm-hmm. and most of my uncles and family members that we were around were alcoholics, very abusive, um, saw and heard a lot of things that mm-hmm. was very traumatic for a young child. And I wasn't able to uh, go to church as often as I should. When my grandmother got us, we were able to go to church, but Amen. that was about the only influence that we had. There was no scripture. There was no prayer. It was very um, chaotic in our home. And so as a young adult, after high school, I decided that I wanted to be like my dad, and I wanted to try out some of the things that I saw growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I ventured off into that and went to a very dark place. And at the age of 28, the Lord met me in that very dark place, Mm -hmm. and he rescued me and redeemed me and saved me. And um, so since then, since... Four years ago, I was able to um, just dive into knowing who God is and what scripture says about God and um, what scripture says about family. And so much transformation has taken place in my life. Um, I can actually say I'm not the same person that I was four years ago. Um, and it's really amazing. I've met a lot of persecution from my family, from sure. friends. Um, but at the place, your lifestyle changed. Right. Um, I met the first. We don't believe you. Yeah. This is fake. It's mm-hmm. just a fad. 
to um, come and go. Yeah, yeah, to now we just don't want to be around you. Ooh. You're too serious about this. You've you've gone cuckoo for cocoa yeah. puffs, <laughs> and <laughs> and and now the Lord is opening up doors um, that He closed and He removed me from those people and those lifestyles. Um, early on in my walk to now he's like okay you're mature enough now right because you needed to be pulled away from strong us. enough yeah. now to to start getting back into Praise relationship God. with these mm-hmm. people yeah. i need you to now be um a minister to these yeah. people uh, even if it's just being in their presence they're going to feel me the holy spirit in you just being in their presence so sometimes you don't have to say things and then other times i'm going to need you to have courage and speak into life whether they like it or not so that has been kind of where i'm at now good well that's awesome god demonstrates his love for us and that while we were sinners christ died. jesus loves you you who are listening to engage mm-hmm. radio on american family associate on, on af4 jesus loves you and jessica yes. is a testimony i'm a testimony uh, TJ's a testimony of God's love for you, but God loves you so much and he's inspired you to do something that has inspired me and I was a part of and really helped out the community and whole. We're talking about prayer today. How has God used prayer in your life and what is it that he's that you've done over the last couple of weeks with with prayer? Right. Um, well, one thing, my husband, I, I would just want to bring this up. It's kind of off subject, but he... Um, when I got saved four years ago, he didn't come on board. Mm-hmm. And so it's one thing to be persecuted outside of the home, mm-hmm. people that you can distance sure. yourself from. But when you come home to someone who it doesn't come in alignment with you, um, then that's very hard. And that's very, um, it, it can put a lot of strain mentally on you. Burn and spiritually. Yeah. Spiritually, yes. And so um, thank God for the Holy Spirit who kept strengthening me through that. It was It was very tough. But for the last six months, uh, I got to the point, Valentine's Sunday, mm-hmm. um, to where I was just, I was done. I was just yeah. at my lowest of lows in our marriage. I couldn't think or do anything further with that. So um, I literally prayed, but I didn't say anything because I had nothing <laughs> mm-hmm. left to say. There was yeah. nothing in I me. So y'all yeah, touched like on we that. like saying in the first segment. Right. That, and yeah. the Holy Spirit intervened and and prayed for me because I could I had I had I was just empty at that point and I really needed the Holy Spirit to step in and really help me through that so um the Lord moved me from the church that I was in to another church and two weeks later Ben started going to church awesome and has went every time and is wanting to be a part of everything every ministry God is drawing so he's drawing him out so as he's doing that and I'm starting to build that confidence at home with my husband and um, that support with my husband the Lord calls me to do prayer walks and these prayer walks were geared towards our local schools the Lee County area that we live in just the county um, to go in and pray for students teachers the staff members and the parents. And you pray for janitors. I was there. Yes. Yes. Everybody, because they all play a part and they all, you know, if, if they don't know the Lord, then of course we want their salvation. But if they do know the Lord, then the Holy Spirit lives in mm-hmm. them and can impact the school in so many ways. So it's just important that anybody that's going to come on that campus is is prayed over, whether it's somebody coming to watch a basketball game that's not even, you know, has a child, they're just coming as a visitor, or if it's someone who has a parent. And honestly, if we think about it, uh, our culture 
as a whole has turned away from God and that has impacted several generations in the home. Mm -hmm. Um, And so these students are coming from broken homes. These students are coming from abusive homes. These students are coming, these teachers, these principals, these, you know, People who make decisions for the, the schools, coaches, like the board the leaders, members, everybody, they're if they don't if they're not rooted in the word and they are not truly saved, then they're coming from a broken background. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and they're and a, bringing a that worldview. Yeah, I mean, we talk so much on this program about worldview, and, and there again, what we didn't talk about in the last segment, Wesley, was that you know oftentimes prayer will move the hand of God. We did talk about that, but yeah. it can move the hand of God and impact other people, like you were talking about. Um, husband. Yeah, with husbands, with wives, but also with teachers, principals, sure. and even janitors. Yes. So the 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 goal the goal was to create some tools that um, were specific, and they're a little long. They're a few pages long for each specific category, but the categories were broken up to specifically for students, specifically for teachers, specifically for parents at home, and specifically for administrative principals, board members, and to not be. Um, naive to believe that everyone lives a perfect life. These had very personal, very hard realities that we prayed over. Drug abuse, alcoholism, Mm -hmm. um, fornication, pornography, you know, all these different things that parents, students, teachers may all in reality be facing and that we need to be speaking and praying over because we're speaking life into that school. We're speaking life into their homes. We're speaking life into these students. So it's so important that we don't just think about prayer for ourselves and our home and our church, but we look at it as a ministry off um, a ministry opportunity and a way to actually serve our mm-hmm. communities, to serve our um People who are lost, who are going to hell in a handbasket, and we want to snatch them from hell. And this is one way to do it, to put hands and feet to the ground to do it. Amen. And I witnessed that firsthand, and it was very effective. And we pray that the God will continue to use that prayer walk that we've done here locally that uh, Jessica Webb put together. You're listening to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Thank you so much for listening this afternoon. If you missed the first segment, you can go to Engage Magazine, and there there's a tab podcast where you can see all our previous podcasts. Hit download. Download the podcast so they come to your phone regularly. Uh, here at Engage, we exist to provide perspective on culture through the eyes of a biblical worldview and show how that worldview intersects with culture and, get, and engages it. Now, that's the academic uh, mission <laughs> statement, but really... Uh, on a layperson's uh, level, we are just wanting to help you, help ourselves build a biblical worldview and just how how to do life in right, a and Christian that's the way. How to, how to build a biblical worldview, but then also how to live that out. And, you know, Jessica, you had talked about in your testimony that you had some pretty rough experiences growing up as a child. Um, and when you became a believer, you had some backlash at home. Even with this, with this prayer walk that you've started in local schools, there's been some backlash there as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we had approval from all of the principals, um, from the superintendent, all the areas that we needed to be able to do this. And um, we actually had a group that came against it, an atheist group that came against it and said, you know, if you guys don't in this, then we're going to sue the schools. Right. Yeah. They came after the schools. Uh, right. And the, principals. the superintendent um, contacted me by well, phone. Let me, let me interrupt you. Let's back up just a second, though. Let's explain, though, that 
You were doing this during the summertime. Right. No kids up there. No students. Well, nobody no was up there. Nobody. <laughs> well, there were some janitors right, and a couple right. of the principals on your own personal time, and they still had a problem with something right. that you were saying out loud walking through. Right. And that just proves how powerful <laughs> the Word of God is yeah. that the enemy would That's a good get point. so frustrated that mm-hmm. he would he would backlash that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I immediately— and the thing is, it scared the, the principal. Uh, the the superintendent. The, the superintendent, yeah. To, to the, the point, point where he canceled hours and any future prayers mm-hmm. that would be um, allowed at the schools. Because this has been something that they have allowed for many years. Um, but he specifically asked me, now, for years now we've done this and mm. nobody has known about it. So why all of a sudden when you do yours, we're getting these phone calls how did how did this get out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost like we are supposed to be closet Christians and not <laughs> right. go out and, yeah. and and that's not the case. And the Lord made it very clear to me when I started this to not advertise, to sure. not to not do anything on my own will to try sure. to get the word out there. The Lord opened up doors for Amen. our local news to come in and for different opportunities to get the word out that I had no control over. And I knew it was the Lord confirming that this is me and this is what I want done. And this is, you know, you're doing what I have already planned and willed. So, um, yeah, that's how the word got out, and <laughs> and I thank the Lord for it um, because I can't I can't boast in myself for it. I can only boast in what the right. Lord does. Um, but I I was very um, gracious and very respectful to the superintendent when he called me, and of course that's what I I ask anyone to do to respect your authority that's above you. Um, but immediately after that, I sought counsel here at AFA. I'm so grateful to have you know this ministry mm-hmm. here to back me up. And they were able to get me in contact with different people who could let me know what my legal standings were and that I, there was nothing that I was doing wrong. And um, it was actually an infringement on my rights to be canceled. So uh, after some pushback on a page that I created on Facebook that reached over 30,000 people who probably contacted the superintendent. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how that happened in the background. Um, but <laughs> the day before we were going to launch a big um, alert here at AFA, the superintendent called me and said that he changed his mind and that he would allow us to move forward with Praise it. God. So Amen. that's just how the, the yeah, Lord works. A lot works. of prayer went into the background of that just to, to make yeah. it happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I had been praying to the Lord. I said, you know, this is your will, Lord. And at no point was I discouraged or did I have fear. I actually felt a boldness and a courage come up in me. But also, I I just knew that that was the Lord's will. He allowed that to happen for a reason for whoever needed to be ministered. Maybe it was our community as a whole, um, or maybe it was for the superintendent. Maybe it was for me. I'm not sure. But um, I, I just felt confident that if if we didn't get permission to do it, that was the Lord's will. If we did, then yeah. that was the Lord's will as well. You know, it's interesting, Jessica, that even in the worst case scenario here, we have an unfair advantage to any non-believer, and mm-hmm. that's prayer, mm-hmm. because I, we can do that at any point right. in our time, and we can do it anywhere. And that's what we want to encourage our audience to do: is understanding that you have the privilege to pray, and uh, to pray to Jesus Christ, who answers mm-hmm. the prayers, who hears prayers, who changes our desires and our hearts to be more right. like Him. And we can do that anywhere, all the time. Pray without ceasing. Uh, this has been just a great opportunity to talk about that, and you put that in action. Yes. And also, remember that when you're praying Scripture, I know y'all talked about this earlier, when you're praying Scripture, Scripture is 
Christ. It is God. Mm-hmm. It's already spoken. It's already in agreement with him. So you're just lining yourself up with what he's already said. And that's the key. You're lining yourself up exactly. with God. And that's what we want to do every single day at EngageMagazine.net. We want to help you build a biblical worldview and walk in light of that. Show you how to live in light of the gospel and in light of the cross. If you want more information from Jessica, you can always get in contact with us at EngageFAQ at AFA.net. EngageFAQ at AFA.net. Until next week, keep on sharing truth and applying scripture.